I see a pretty girl walking down the street, I think two things. One part of me wants to be real nice and sweet and treat her right. And what the other part think? <laughs> what her head would look like on a stick. Bam. 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 Welcome. Bam. Welcome oh. to another episode of the PGP Filmcast. I'm your host, Chad, and with me as always, Tom. And Jerry. Mm. Jerry and his podcast induced narcolepsy. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up to today's episode, we're looking at 127 Hours, a new movie from Danny Boyle. Uh, Then the next couple of... Or wait, Major League versus a League of Their Own. Did you guys watch the movies? I watched. I watched League of Their Own. I've seen. I know. I I watched Major League and part of a League of Their Own. own Which one is? I already. Yeah, it's 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 a given. It's decided before we even watch them. All right, then uh, September seventeenth and twenty fourth, movie releases. There's a lot of them. A lot of them. Yes. There's one that uh, Jerry is probably gonna go see. The Mother Town. Uh, Yeah. Waiting for Superman. Yeah, there was so many. What, what, oh what? God, the uh, the owls movie is coming out. <laughs> it is the legend that of the, movie. Legend of the Guardians. Uh, the owls of Gahul. Legends <laughs> of the helmet wearing owls that can't make helmets. Then we have our retro. <laughs> I can't believe that's the thing that upsets you about that yeah, movie. There's so many other just the fact that they talk and. That's well, I know that's fine, but they don't. If they gave them like thumbs or like little hands, maybe I would totally buy it. But no. They what if they use hands. their what if they use their feathers like fingers, kind of like in uh, the King Arthur like cartoon, the Disney one? If they, if they do, then I'll accept it. I've seen the previews; <laughs> that does not happen. There's yeah. one part of the preview where it shows that one of them's carrying like, a molten thing of iron, which again is bullshit. It and it's claws though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how how did it make the bucket to put the yeah? Maybe you found the bucket. They have little hands. Maybe they have little mice that work for them. I'll, then I will buy it, but the way it's been presented in the previews, it's, I'm calling bullshit on it already. All right, we'll talk about that later. Uh, retro review of American Ooh. Psycho. That was, a, that was a rebuke, Tom. Boom! All right, we're moving on. Why don't you go watch the parking lot, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's door supervision. It's, al- it's almost 2.05, Tom. You're going to get your ass out there. And also our top ten thrillers. And, but first, we got a lot of news, since we haven't done this in six weeks, I think. Yeah, we had, we had a lot of trips. And, uh, we had some trips. We'll, we'll be back on a pretty normal schedule now. Actually, yeah. so I'm not going anywhere, you guys. Jerry's going to Portland. I may be moving to Portland, <laughs> but we could still do it over Skype, right? Oh, is that happening sooner than later now? Well, I, I will be here Next for week. a couple months at least. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, I thought there was something new since we talked last. No, not really. Yeah, my bags are in my car. Time I gotta get out of <laughs> actually, I'm driving. I need to take a nap. <laughs> After this, I'm uh, taking off. Uh, Ron Howard and uh, Akiva Goldsman are adapting the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. Uh, Who's Akiva Goldsman? Am I supposed to know that person? He's the oh, is it he? Big, big writer. Like big, like popular, big, popular, like like four hundred pounds. Like every Ron Howard movie is written by Akiva Goldsman. Okay, Ron Howard. So he's 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 a corny man. Yeah, probably. Uh, The plan is to make a trilogy of films. Three of them. That's trilogy. There's seven books, right? Uh, seven. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm not sure. Uh, I stopped reading Stephen King. Uh, they're kind of considered to be like a trilogy, though. Even though there's seven books, it's kind of like three sets. But then, <laughs> after the movies are done, they're going to have a TV series to follow uh, to wrap it up. So, and, didn't they uh, try to do that with the, the Green Pile? No, they. I think they had like a the comic. Well, they, comic they, they did a serial fiction. I don't know about what after the movie though. Mm. But uh, it's being released by Universal Studios and will air on NBC. So it'll last about one season. <laughs> I've, I don't know about Stephen King movies anymore. I haven't. I like. I know the what the Dark Tower books are. I've never actually read one. No, so I, I haven't read a Stephen King book since Pet Cemetery. Well, I I bought the the Gunslinger, the first book, about a year and a half ago. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to read it eventually. <laughs> You're going to get through that shit. Yeah, it's got to be if it's as good as the Green Mile. Then huh. it's supposed to be more of like a. Sci-fi fantasy type of type of thing. <laughs> I totally. So, is, the, is there actually going to be a physical Mouseville in this one? There might be. Will Mister Dangles get to go to Mouseville? What <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> the Green Mile. Oh, <laughs> they were talking about the it. Dark. I'm like, what? The same characters in the Dark Tower? You're blowing my mind right here. Imagine what no, helped, no, no, what no. helped in the Dark Tower. So oh, even though Stephen King, King like Stephen King, like some of my favorite movies of all time, are Stephen King movies. That movie offended me so much. <laughs> my intelligence was so insulted that any future Stephen King movies are off off the list. 
I totally, about, I totally misread this next one as being Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I, was real, I was really impressed. I was really impressed. I'm like, Martin, he's Sean Penn level of... Martin Freeman from Martin, the British office, right? Yeah, Tim in the British office. He was also in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, and in, in uh, the... Uh, what's the... Uh, he was in Hot Fuzz. He was also in Shaun of the Dead. He was also in the one that's the rapper guy. The guy who did Bruno and... Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, what was his movie, The Rapper Guy? Can't, I'm just a complete... The Ollie, Ollie G? Ollie G okay. movie. He was in that, too. Huh. All right. Uh, he's in negotiations to play Bilbo Baggins. He I think Morgan like Freeman as Bilbo Baggins is much cooler. It's <laughs> <laughs> about as much of a stretch as Red was in the uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Red are, are there, are there any little... black hobbits? No, there are no black They're hobbits. They're called blabbits. <laughs> 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 I call them Hey You Boy. <laughs> Those are the hobbits that aren't from around here. Really, there there are no black people in Lord of the Rings. Is that a shock? I think they're, they're called orcs, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, orcs are really dark and black. Yeah, they? snarling. They, they, yeah. They're, they're all really good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Two commercials for Comcast. <laughs> Alright, despite poor box office numbers, Kick-Ass 2 has been greenlit, according to the director, Mark Millar. Can't be any worse than what you... Did you know, like, is it Uwe Bull or Uwe Bull? Uwe Bull. Uwe Bull. Like, his, the most money he's a movie of his has ever made in the, in the box office was like 11 or 12 million. Yeah. That was the max. But he's made like eight films, seven, eight films now? I think he's over ten at oh, least. Oh, God. He he's makes more, like one a year. So. He's more than like he's one even more suspicious than M Night Shyamalan for he must have dirt. Well, Shyamalan with Ding Dong, he, his movies have made money for a while. They don't. Yeah, at least more. a few did. I mean, like yeah. that's why I mean, you U Bowl is even more of a mystery to me. Did you? His, uh, you know, in close. Did you go sign the petition to uh, stop him? Stop, stop him. From yeah, making a movie. Everybody did. <laughs> I've never actually seen a, a complete U Bowl movie, but. After, after seeing uh, Last Airbender, I would like to start a petition for M Night. M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Oh, we're, we're going to be talking about his next film. Is yeah. in our, yeah. uh, he didn't direct it. He didn't direct so it. So it has a potential to be at least watchable. But it's the Night Chronicles, as in um, M. Night Shyamalan. God. It's the second film in the Night Chronicles. What was the first movie that really pissed me off that he made was Signs? Then The Village. At least Signs, I kind of, at least it was entertaining to me. Yeah, it was. The Village had no entertainment. Swing away, swing away Tom. <laughs> swing away. Water kills them. <laughs> what? Go Why would they come to a planet that's mostly water then? <laughs> Damn it. Just what spit on them. Spit on them. Oh, no, that movie, on Mars. That movie made Scary Movie 3 okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was probably one of the better spoofs when yeah. they had the, the dogs acting strangely and one is dressed like a gladiator riding a chariot being pulled by another dog. <laughs> and then when the, they're, they're using the aliens are using the mirror to look up her dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. All right, sorry. How do we get off on that there? All right, uh, Will Ferrell will star in uh, Casa de Mi Pedre. House of my father. House of Mr. Daddy. Okay. Uh, the film will be entirely in Spanish and also father, star right. Gail Garcia Bernal and Diego Luna. Ooh, the big Mexicans are coming out for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's really uh, great for us. They don't speak Spanish. They're uh, well in uh, E2 we can Mama do a, Tambien. Yep, E2 yeah. Mama Tambien. Does he speak Spanish natively, or I mean, Will Ferrell? Nobody knows if he speaks Spanish really. Oh, so. uh, so uh, he, he does be. a good George Bush, and I think a George Bush speaking Spanish <laughs> would be good. Hola, como estas? Nelemo, <laughs> Will Ferrell. Nelemo, Will Ferrell. Don't ask the zoological. <laughs> Don't ask the zoological. zoological. <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell wants to make a horror version of The Expendables. I think, I think The Expendables already was the horror version. You yeah. saw Dolph Lundgren, he was a monster. Did you see how much money that It's over $200 made? million. Dollars. Oh, yeah, it did, it did quite well. We'll pull it up on a box. It's unbelievable. Then it's got Rotten Tomatoes, what, like 30%? Well, it's not. It is not a good movie, but again, entertaining because the explosions and Terry Crews is cutting people in half with a chain gun. All right, Carl Urban and Olivia Thurlby will star in the reboot of Judge Dredd. Who is Carl Urban? Is he related to Keith Urban? No, he's not related to Keith Urban. Uh, he was. Uh, he was in Lord of the Rings. Uh, can't remember what the character name is. <laughs> we're at ninety-eight million dollars for the Expendables. You're a little high there. But bud, no. We're no, go worldwide, man. Oh, worldwide, where yeah. we do Come worldwide. On. Do world. Come on, 188 million. Uh, Sorry, I was so. doing domestic. I'm USA, man. USA. <laughs> what was the production budget? 80 million. That's that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yep, they will make another Expendables. Whoever wants it, I imagine. 
Oh boy, it is surprising. I will. I probably won't be seeing the reboot of Judge Dredd after seeing no? the original Judge Dredd with Sly. You didn't like that with Armando Sante as the bad guy? No, I did not. I liked because Judge Dredd, all they showed was his mouth for about half of the movie. <laughs> it was like zoomed in on just his mouth. I never read the comics of Judge Dredd, and I had no idea what Judge Dredd was about after seeing the movie. It didn't help fulfill or fill out, flesh out this universe for me. Then Steven Soderbergh's next movie will be Contagion. It's set in Hong Kong where a deadly virus outbreak occurs. Will star Kate Winslet, Lawrence Fishburne, Jude Law, and Matt Damon. Matt Damon. It's a pretty name. Contagion. Yeah. So kind sounds of like a, outbreak. Like food. Yeah, it sounds like outbreak, but in Hong Kong. Yeah. Are there walls around Hong Kong? I don't know. Well, I hope so. We'll see. Let's see. Yeah, there better be. China, China, China will do that. Water. It's just an overall thing. Box office revenue for uh, the summer is down one percent from last year, and ticket sales are down six percent. Could it have anything to do with the movies being shitty? I blame that on shitty movies and also a lot of them in 3D, yeah. which I think... Well, that's what's... Uh, ticket sales are down 6%, but the revenue is only down 1% because 3D movies... Because uh, you make a couple extra bucks per yeah. ticket in each one. Because we paid to go see The Last Airbender in yeah. 3D. <laughs> that was your yeah. fault. Yeah. This would have been 1.0001%. Don't, 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 don't me in this. You're like, we got to go see that. See how bad it is. Wait, you paid. You paid to get in. I did. But there's no way in hell I would have gotten to see it if it wasn't for you. It's so, the only movie I've seen in 3D up to this point. Your fault. You haven't seen Avatar? Uh, I didn't see it in 3D. Oh, that's right. That and you, and you, and you missed about half of it anyway. Yeah, because I was chasing Down Syndrome Kid out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to follow everything. I, I hear that, that every day, Jerry. Why did you miss Avatar 3D? Wow. Can try to take off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a, this is a side medical note on that kid. He's Sorry. He got his thyroid fixed. Now he can talk. He can swallow. He can eat normal foods. That's good. Yeah. Talking about thyroid problems. Oh. We talked about. Oh God, we were rudely interrupted there. We talked about the thyroid too. Oh, the thyroid. Thank you. Yeah, because that was that was on topic. It was. You needed to bring yourself back after that little impersonation of the Give It Down Zero. Sounds like it's Beeper. Chewbacca. Or Beaker. Uh, I wore a soccer jersey one day, and he was very excited about it, and he demonstrated that. But that's how he told me he liked soccer. <laughs> It's a great job. It sounds making a difference. <laughs> yes, hopefully it doesn't. <laughs> I heard uh, invitations is the highest form of flattery. Well, I'm flattering the shit out of this kid then. So <laughs> <laughs> he had to half pterodactyl. <laughs> he couldn't talk, so he just sat there and ate his yogurt and grunted and. <laughs> Right in place like Fred Footstone. And he could only eat yogurt for some reason because there was something wrong with his uh, food tube. Okay. But now it's better after gas everything. Oh, yeah, I guess he's, he's, he's out of our program and do a day program, so I, I miss him. He's probably one of your more, more sociably <laughs> acceptable kids that you have. <laughs> All right, a future movie is 127 hours. Why did they pick that number? So I assume that that's how long the guy was stuck in the Is this story. a true story? It is true Supposedly. Story. Supposedly unsatisfying. I, I mean, because natural, we're not supposed to like odd numbers, right? We feel like things would be even. Call her. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. D- directed by Danny Boyle, who directed Train Spotting. Uh, the Bitch. The Bitch. That the was Bitch. one of the movies. Was, uh, Sunshine. Uh, and he just won Best Director for. Uh, what the hell? Jai-ho! Slumdog Millionaire. Jai-ho! Yeah, it's written by Danny Boyle and Simon Bufoy, who also wrote uh, Jai-ho! Jai-ho! <laughs> A mountain climber becomes trapped under a boulder while canyoning. What the hell? Canyoning. Canyoning. Alone near Moab, Utah. Ho! <laughs> I will kill. I will kill you. <laughs> Mo- Mob. Moab. Moab. Mo- Mo- Utah. Mo- Mo- and resorts to desperate measures in order to survive. Or why? Or why? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You have to share that end of the podcast, the story of Uruguay. Oh, I was Uruguay. I was talking to a, a girl, and I, I I was talking about the World Cup, and I said I was pulling for Uruguay, and I was immediately corrected with Uruguay, Uruguay, Uruguay. Where is uh, Uruguay? <laughs> so hopefully she does not listen either. Yeah, <laughs> I watched the the trailer for this, and James Franco irritated me immediately in this movie. Yeah, he's like, popping wheelies on his bike in the middle of Moab, and then picks up these two chicks at. It reminded me of you, though, uh, going into the... Like, it's completely dangerous thing to be like, where I could easily just have died. Well, it, it's... You, you fell down of, the butt. 
Yeah, did fold on the, the beard, yeah. <laughs> what, what was the name, the one with about the Chris McCandless, Into the Wild? Yeah. Is it kind of like that? I but assume probably. In the desert, though. But this one's directed by a director that I like, so. What about Sean Penn? You don't like Sean Penn? I don't like Sean Penn. <laughs> Except for uh, Spicoli. Spicoli. So what do you guys think of a movie where we inherently already know pretty much the entire story and the ending? Do you still want to see a movie where you just really no surprises at all? Well, what you're getting is the uh, intimate details, the small little yeah. of him like eating his own urine, yeah, and, and chewing it. Did he cut off his own arm? How did he get out of there? Uh, he cut off his arm. Sweet. I thought he yeah. survived on his own ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> We've theorized on this yes. before. We're not saying forever, uh, but for a matter of a few days, 127 hours. <laughs> He just saw those what else two has he got very do? attractive girls. Let's, yeah. let's just try of a week. It's, what, six days? Yeah, six times 20. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, it's 148 five. hours for... Yeah. So about five days. Yeah. You can survive on your own ejaculate for five days. Yeah, you? easily. Because it's mostly sugar. Yeah, sweat and ejaculate. That's what he, that's what he survived on. <laughs> he did eat his own arm, though, when he got done cutting off. Well, oh, that's just because the arm was so tired from jerking off so much. <laughs> yeah, it would be, it'd be really good meat, though. It'd be like beef jerky. It was really strong and... You know, sinewy. Yeah, you get a little knots though. Is that, is, are you still a cannibal if you ate your own flesh? Yes, mm-hmm. I would I say by so. definition. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go out limp here. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's actually worse. I'm not sure what that is. It's kind of mm-hmm. like necrophilia combined with cannibalism when you eat your own arm. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> James Franco will be eating his own arm as uh, Aaron Ralston, and Lizzie Kaplan as uh, Sonia. Kate Mara, I assume, is the other girl. She doesn't get a name. Tree Williams. That was good with Tree Williams. <laughs> Tree Williams is Aaron's dad. Ooh, we ran out of money, guys. Who, we still need Aaron's dad. Who's going to play Aaron's dad? Tree. Tree will do what this. We, what do we got left in the budget? $8. Yeah. Tree Williams. <laughs> He'll do this for a Big Mac and a six-pack. <laughs> he was in uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something since that, Chad. Huh? For Tree Williams. <laughs> it's things to do in Denver when you're dead. He was in that. Yeah, yeah that was he, terrible. He ate, he ate human shit in that. He didn't eat it in the movie. It was disgust. Yeah, it was disgust. Oh, yeah. it doesn't really taste like nothing. It's spongy, it's spongy. <laughs> well, he's, that's, he's clearly never eating shit. Man, that is a that's like a Twinkie he's describing, not a piece of shit. How do you know? <laughs> never actually put it in my mouth, but I've handled enough shit to be like it's not spongy. I suppose it's stool samples. Yeah, it's not spongy. Yeah. I've had to grab at. a dog shit through the cellophane bag. Yeah. Does that feel spongy? No, it feels kind of... Uh, Hard and squishy. Yeah. Yes. So he's true Williams full of shit. <laughs> and eats shit. Literally. True Williams, where have you been lately? Chai-ho! Earthbound. 127. <laughs> Not much. There's no. her, I'm going to jump on the limb and say that he's been some really shitty TV appearances. Oh, he's a Miss Congeniality too, thank God. Yep. Yeah. FBI assistant. So... That's a that's a big role. Way to go, treat. All right, so it sounds like you guys won't be seeing 127 hours. No, well, I I'll might see, see it, it just because of Danny Boyle, but other than that, I don't know. Does that much draw me in? I'm not a huge James Franco fan. He was good in uh, Freaks and Geeks. He's good in Freaks and Geeks. Terrible in Spider-Man. What do you think of him in Pineapple Express? I he's good. He's kind of decent. decent man. Man. I still haven't seen that. That's a pretty decent movie. Yeah. It's, it's it's really an action movie. It's like a stoner movie that masquerades as a real action movie. Yeah. When he puts his foot through the and uh, Danny McBride is absolutely fun. hilarious for about half the movie. He's <laughs> constantly near death from, from shot wounds, <laughs> and so he's always like a pass on come back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Major League versus a League of Their Own. Everybody's picking Major, Major League. Major League, Major yeah. League. A League of Their Own. Tom Hanks is good. The rest of the movie is. Well, I, I, I think League of Their Own is a very good movie. Just when you compare it to Major League, it's. I think some a, of the like baseball character development for the girls is bad. What do you mean? Like the uh, her catching the? Did you see that? How'd you do um, that? Well, she like, fucking caught it. Yeah. Why is that so shocking? She caught it with her hand. No big deal. But nobody said she threw it really hard, like probably like fifteen, twenty miles per hour. But, but some of like some of the interactions in the between the women is really cornball, really bad. It's the, a family film. I they tackle like every there, issue. There's a, there's a metaphor in it. Are I mean, you being this harsh because Tom Hanks is in it? No, Tom Hanks is the best part of the movie. Okay. But when she goes into the stands and comes up with a hot dog in her mouth, that's a metaphor. She, they all got a cock in the mouth because eventually they got fired. They had to wear short dresses and stuff. That's I think that's a running metaphor in the movie. That's from big, the one throw, throwaway part. How, how do you think the second baseman feels? You know, Marlon she's Lynch. on the, she's on the same team as Rosie O'Donnell, and she's the ugly one. Yeah, that's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Although Rosie O'Donnell's boyfriend 
the unibrow guy with the with the ESS <laughs> and large scrotums. <laughs> um, he, he's much uglier than Marla's, than Nelson. Nelson? Singing Nelson. Nelson didn't waste any time. I mean, they're like not even halfway through the season, so it's probably like she met him in like May, maybe, and they're married by July. Well, this is this is World War Two. So you married before people you People got married very quickly back then. I don't think Nelson was going to war. Nelson appeared to be in his early 40s. Yeah. And she was supposed to be like... Early 20s. Yeah. Although she didn't look early 20s to me. <laughs> so good work, Nelson. And her, her dad did not bring the tears out. No? For me. I know my daughter isn't as pretty as these other girls. <laughs> I raised her to be a boy. Give a fuck. Uh, it's, it's, uh, but I think, you know, the the social aspect of this is good, but... Uh, yeah, the uh, the character development, the baseball character. What about the black woman black that throws the ball back? Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that where she catches the ball and she goes, can you just show her make a good throw? You so you're, so you're saying the in. character development in Major League is better? Yes. <laughs> Far better. I look like a So him to hit, not, not wearing <laughs> sleeves in a it's, restaurant. It's, it's, it's not... It's not Draymond you know, here beat the shit out of him. The, 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 the stuff in League of Their Own treats you like you're the dumbest asshole. And you're sitting there and you are, you're not going to realize that the black woman can also throw a ball until the woman goes... But Tom Berenger's character development was atrocious, I think, uh-huh. in Major League. Yeah, he seems like a real stand-up guy. He cheated on Rene Russo, like, 15 times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and she's marrying some other, like, other guy. It's like, you don't marry me. We're both world-class athletes. Hot <laughs> for each other. But it's more subtle. <laughs> it's more subtle than the League of Their Own. The League of Their Own treats you like you're a moron. Okay. I may have to disagree with you on that one, but that's okay. <laughs> we are debating Major League versus League of the Wrong. But Major League is by far the superior movie. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's probably one of the... Would you guys argue they say it's probably the finest baseball movie? I think we came up with that. Uh, yeah. Mr. Baseball is up there. would be up there, I think. So you said, you're saying I should have picked Mr. Baseball over? <laughs> Sandlot, I think, would be better. I like the Sandlot. I don't know. Major League was really good. It was the first time I watched uh, unedited in probably like 10, 15 years. Because... I always watch it on TV. Oh, they swear a lot in that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, really, there's really no nudity. I guess she has... When they have the cutout of the owner, They have the, she has, like, pasties on, but that... Yeah, yeah there's not, not on much... TV. Although you get to see a... Uh, Whose ass? Serrano's. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's just wearing a jock. Yeah. Mac- no, it's, it's, it's definitely the most quotable baseball movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I don't know. I don't know. I think I had a line about some white walls. I get my big old shit in in memoriam of that guy. He's uh, dead. Yeah, he's dead. Here's your boo, bartender. Your boo needs a refill. <laughs> Bardal Vagisil. <laughs> little jalapeno up there. Need a little something. Moms are watching me real close. Wipe, wipe my nose. You put snot on the ball. Like, there's no way that that guy's an athlete of any kind. So. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. Like, David Wells was a pitcher. I know, but this guy looks even more... F- like, you see his wind-up, and there's no way that ball's going more than, like, 30 <laughs> miles an hour. He's like Doc from one of the... Uh, it was, like, the fourth Major League movie. There were back, back to the minors, there was the Doc, was the, the guy that threw, like, the 50-mile-per-hour fastball. Yeah. He's, like, the team manager, but they had him pitch every once in a while. <laughs> but I never the, saw that one. The, um, and, uh, Scott Bakula Yes one. But like some of the players I mean they, they didn't look like Great baseball players But they pulled off Like the motions and stuff Pretty well Yeah Tom Berenger didn't No He no. was a terrible catcher But He uh, like freaked out Throwing the ball back To the pitcher Oh god <laughs> But like Charlie Sheen Actually looked like He was pitching Yeah he had the High leg kick Wesley Snipes Pulled him yep. <laughs> Pulled it off much better Than Omar Epps <laughs> yeah, Omar Epps That was a bad Bad choice you got to feel bad for actors when they become the budget versions of other actors for sequels. <laughs> and Omar Epps is always the budget version of Poison Snaps. <laughs> hey, he was at the time, but now, uh, and maybe, I, maybe as far as wife beating goes. Uh, they didn't have a choice. Is Poison Snaps out or is he still in jail? I know we discussed this and I can't remember. I don't know. It, I, don't, I don't know. It, I'm sure there's an Asian woman out there getting her ass kicked. I'm, I'm trying to delay this as much as I can before we get to the new releases. All right. All right. So the Major League One. Do you want, which, which one's got the uh, shitty one that you don't want to read? Okay, you take the first one then, too. Okay. Because I'm actually kind of... This first one I'm kind of excited for. It's Amanda Bynes. Easy A. <laughs> yeah, this, it, it's based off the Scarlet Letter. September 17th, we have Easy A starring Emma Stone and Amanda Bynes. I like Emma Stone. And I like Amanda Bynes. Actually, Amanda Bynes does not look good in this movie. She looks really funky. Emma Stone looks much better. As she studies the Scarlet Letter high schooler Olive Pendergast, that's a great last name, 
notices her parallels to the novel and begins to work the school's rumor mill to advance her social and financial standing. That doesn't really describe at all what I saw in the preview. No, no, the, not at all. Do you like the book, Scarlet Letter? Well, I mean, it's a classic. I mean, the base story, I think, is interesting. I don't yeah. care for the writing style, but yeah, I, I thought the it was a kind of slow read. But the way I understand this is this Emma Stone plays a, a high school girl, yeah. I mean, kind of nondescript. She always annoys me because she always plays like the nerdy girl who's clearly like the most attractive girl in school, but she's the nerdy, unpopular girl. Yeah, you know, secretly uh, hot. Yeah. Kind of like uh, what's uh, what's her name? And uh, she's all that. Where Freddie Prince has to like, take the ugly girl and just takes her glasses off, and that fixes yeah. it. <laughs> but basically, she's, she's wearing glasses. She's totally ugly. <laughs> but she has this friend. It sounds like it's probably her best friend is gay, but he's getting tormented at school, so it's convinced people that he's not gay. So. They hatch this plan where they're going to pretend that they are a couple and that they have sex at some party. So she, so people discover this. So all these nerdy guys are coming to her to try to kind of break their stigma. Oh. So she kind of fake dates and becomes yeah. a quote fake whore, <laughs> and she starts wearing the scarlet a. It seems kind of it seems kind of interesting. Yeah, that's not bad. All right. Then <laughs> uh, the town. <laughs> oh God. And Ben Affleck. This is all Ben Affleck. The Town, directed by and starring Ben Affleck, career thief Doug McRae, considers deepening his relationship with Claire. Could you do this in a Boston accent, please? A bank teller who was traumatized by a recent heist and who has no idea that Doug was behind the crime. Apparently I have a hair lip, too. <laughs> Meanwhile, an investigator who is close to unmasking Doug's secret life wrestles with his feelings for Claire. I'd, I'd sooner eat my own... Screw it's got Jeremy Renner in it, too. <laughs> yeah, this never. is all about bank heists. And, and the previous seems to highly suggest that Ben Affleck was the one of the bank robbers that kidnapped her. Mm-hmm. And they kind of they discover each other later. Oh, uh, how was some big off. surprise? Like, they made it seem like he's like, oh my god, this is the lady that I abducted. It seems like the first thing you would know is be like, shit, that's the lady I just abducted <laughs> like two days ago in a bank robbery. Sounds like they're ripping off... Uh, I don't care if you're dressed like a nun. Point break? No, no, no. They're, they robbed Jennifer Lopez. George Clooney. Oh, out of sight? A little bit. They're trying to? No. <laughs> I think they're trying to work out the whole uh, the Departed Boston uh, accent movie thing. Well, they did it with... Um, Gone Baby Gone? No, I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix uh, queue. But uh, goodwill, goodwill, hunting as well. Isn't it? Yeah, but that was like, I'd say that was good, like three or four years before, it became the popular thing. The Departed, I think, was like the the jump off point. Yeah. Now, like, there's at least one or two movies every year set in Boston with thick Boston accents and trying to get a tap that same magic. Yeah. yeah. It's a terrible accent. The next one here is for you, Jerry. We have Devil by Devil. M Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong. <laughs> A group of people are trapped in an elevator realize that the devil is among them. If it ends up being M. Night Shyamalan as the devil, <laughs> it just turns to him and he... Swing away. Yeah. Swing away. Then I, then I would go see it, but under no circumstances will I ever see an M. Night Shyamalan movie. You yes. didn't like uh, Lady in the Water? I watched 12 minutes of Lady in the Pooper and... Uh, what the, the happening? <laughs> Lady in the Water, I mean... She's, she's like a fairy or whatever, and she's comes back to save a person that's going to change the world. I think he made that so that he could cast Ron Howard's daughter and then, again and maybe Ron Howard would give him more money to make another movie. But uh, then do you know who the person is that's going to change the world? M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I've never seen the movie. That is the most narcissistic thing I've heard in roughly three days. He is horrendous. He's an idiot and The Sixth Sense is now a bad movie because of everything he's done since then. Yeah. This one, I think if it was a, a good director, it could be interesting. It has to be hard to make a movie that's entertaining when you're inherently in an enclosed four-foot-by-four-foot room. I mean, it's an elevator car. Well, it's not completely set in there. Is there going to be a love scene? I hope so. I don't know. Between I think the devil and, <laughs> and Pedro or whoever that one is. Somebody bites the, the girl in it. Yeah. That's got to be a night. And next is the. Uh, I'm going to need a ride home. <laughs> hey, guys, this this one just looks terrible for animated films. <laughs> Alpha these, and Omega. These make me sleepy. Alpha and Omega animated Justin Long is one of the voices. Ooh. This is the one that's all about wolf sex. Yeah. Like a kids movie where they're clearly hinting that he can't have sex with her because they're like in different classes, <laughs> but he really wants to. Well, we need to get the class system drilled into their fucking heads when they're kids. Yeah, here they just label it Alpha and Omega. After being, <laughs> and not one, of, and these are not Jesus wolves. 
After being re relocated to Idaho by park rangers, a female and a male wolf face a dangerous trip across unfamiliar territory in their attempt to find their way home to Canada. In the preview, they you know they're I don't know abducted, brought to Idaho, kicked out, and they're told they are here to repopulate the wolves. And he's like, I'm cool with that. She's like, Ew, no. And then that sets the tone for this. But he, he's <clears throat> he's the alpha male, so he no, he's the omega. She's the alpha her. female. She's like the higher class, and he. Well, is, don't, they, don't we want to teach him about the animal kingdom too, where he would force her? forcefully, yeah. Tra traumatic time. insemination yeah. in the wolf kingdom. Yeah, that looks terrible. This yeah. one, bad movie, but the makes me want to read the book. Never let me go. Starring Keira Knightley and Carrie Mulligan, set in a dystopian Britain. Boarding school friends Ruth, Kathy, and Tommy, who is apparently really gay, face the sobering reality that awaits them all as they mature into adults. And the, ah, <laughs> shows, the, one the, it goes on for like 20 <laughs> seconds in the preview. It's just him in the rain in front of a car's headlights going, ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Full of rage. But it seems to I have, read, have not read the book, but it seems to suggest that they're being almost bred for like organs or something. So they keep talking about they get to do three donations and they die. Mm hmm. Yes. And it's when they turn 18. I was a little confused, but it made the book sound interesting. Yeah. Is Brendan Fraser in it? Does he show cowards at anybody? I uh, think after I, uh, He probably pulled off the uh, yelling in front of the car. Probably a little better. Yeah? I think after that animal, animal Justice movie, whichever the one that he did, that has pretty much ended his career. <laughs> yeah, they took him off uh, the journey to the center of the earth. Uh, they recast that with uh, The Rock. Mm -hmm. Which I think was probably... Well, and also, he's kind of he kind of chubbied up a little bit. He would have had to really yeah. work out to... Get yeah. back to his mummy fighting weight. Yeah, well, mummy three, he didn't look too good in. Let's <laughs> see, Jacko's Boating, directed by and starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, no. <laughs> a limo driver's blind date sparks a tale of love, betrayal, friendship, and grace centered around two working class New York City couples. I would say they're giving Philip Seymour more power than he can handle. Oh, the producers <laughs> are the ones that did. Uh, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, Sunshine Cleaning. Uh, I think people are going to like this Away one. We That's go. just not for me. Away We Go, the one with uh, John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph. So, you know, it's a quirky comedy with, you know, really uplifting. <laughs> As opposed to the one of uh, serial child rape. We have Catfish. Curious events. I like how this this little blurb sounds so like hard, but when you think about it, you're like, this is sick. Curious events caused New York City photographer Nev to head to Michigan to meet Abby, the eight-year-old girl he befriended on MySpace. All right, did you watch nice. the trailer for this? I did not. <clears throat> okay. I've seen the they, they don't mention the eight-year-old girl at all in the trailer, and it, they show him... Was like, she pretending to be, like, a 14-year-old girl? No, like, an adult, so... And he has no idea, and he's, like, t chatting with her on Facebook and <clears throat> doing all this stuff. And I'm pretty sure MySpace is really angry at you right now, Chad, yeah. for saying Facebook. Oh you no! Did. It was it was on Facebook in the in the trailer. Oh really? Yeah. Oh so. god, they they did a horrible job on this. <laughs> but uh, then it shows like uh, the documentary team like following around. They're just I assume they're like doing like a documentary like about catfish, about somebody meeting somebody <laughs> about, about pancake catfish, <laughs> Meet, meeting somebody on the internet, and they follow because the, it's uh, the two filmmakers. It's Nev's uh, <clears throat> brother. So. One of those Coca-Cola refreshing filmmaker award yeah. movies. Yeah, it makes so. me stab myself in the eye every time I see it. Yeah, and the trailer is like something so shocking. So I think I'd rather. I think I would replace befriended with rear-ended. So it'd be the eight-year-old girl he rear-ended on MySpace. I think that'd be better. Yeah, that makes me want to see Catfish. Did, but you know, did, he probably did, have sex with the eight-year-old. Did the preview say why the hell it's called Catfish? No. Okay. Maybe, um, Next, we have Leaves of Grass starring Edward Norton and Carrie Russell. An Ivy League professor is lured back to his Oklahoma hometown, where his twin brother, oh, well, it's one of those, <laughs> small-time pot grower has concocted a scheme to take down a local drug lord. You hate it when that happens. Yep. When Edward Norton, uh, he's playing two characters in this one, that's yeah. going to be annoying. Mm -hmm. It's always annoying. Yeah. I watched that trailer. Not funny at all. Except in Double Impact. See, Double Impact, Double that, Impact was, that was, was entertaining. It's the only one that Do pulled it was gone away. Never mind what I put over. Silk honorer. <laughs> Bye, guys. At least Edward Norton may have some acting down the bill to try to differentiate two people. John Claude Van Damme, not in his repertoire. No, one of them had different hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. And, and a leather jacket. And a leather jacket. Leather jacket. And he really smoked weird. cigars. Yeah, it's a badass. But they sounded exactly the same. Yeah. I survived my five five. Uh, five. Well, you, yeah, we're going to talk about. Also, I'm annoyed by movies that have colons in the title. But <laughs> all right, and then uh, on that note, September twenty fourth, Wall Street colon Money Never Sleeps. Directed by Oliver Stone, who apparently needs money. Starring Sheila Booth and Michael Douglas and Carrie Mulligan again. Yeah, she's all over. 
fallen stockbroker Gordon Gecko teams up with a young Wall Street trader whose mentor was recently murdered. Oh, to track that. down the killer and warn others about an impending massive financial meltdown. What's with the, the little blurbs not matching the trailers at all? The, yeah. This was, again, totally different. Sheila Wolf is dating Carrie Mulligan, who plays the daughter of Gordon Gecko, Gordon Gecko who was apparently in jail for, I don't know, for embezzlement or but something. But you didn't see the original Wall, Wall Street? I loved you in Wall Street. I loved you in Wall Street. I mean, it's, <laughs> I've never Shane actually seen Martin Wall Street. Sheen. I know there's always that joke. Oh, Wall <laughs> yeah. Street. It's, um... Supposed to be a sequel to that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know this that. This is after the Gordon Gecko, who is the bad guy in the original Wall Street, gets out of prison. Well, that still doesn't change the fact that yeah. the little thing that you just read does not no. match what was in the trailer at all. Oliver Stone needs money. That's all that matters. He's, yeah. he's apparently broke. And uh, Gary Mulligan, her character. She I looks mean, disgusting in the way. She looks like a emaciated Conan O'Brien. Ew. That's kind of hot. <laughs> I'm into that. But, she's uh, a taller, except she's like eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets all, all upset about uh, her fiance going and talking to her dad, and he's like a Wall Street trader. Like, so well, you're surprised by that? You don't want to talk to your dad. You probably shouldn't marry a guy that does the exact same thing. Could be the exact same person. I agree. With and you. Sheila both is just awful. Handsome yep. though. Yeah. Awfully handsome, huh? Awful. I, I don't remember what uh, what magazine did their thing, but the. They said he's uh, like the most profitable actor, really, in Hollywood right now. Like his movies make more money for. Well, he's because he lucked in I think Transformers and Indiana Jones. I mean, they're just ones, not good movies, but they just made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. that's all that matters. And then we have you again, starring Kristen Bell. This one looks kind of good. When my Marnie realizes her brother is about to marry the girl who bullied her in high school, she sets out to expose the fiance's true colors. Yeah, and this does not and look starring good. Betty White should be getting first yeah. billing on this one. This does not look good. I want to see no. this one in the theater. Has Betty this White, is, this is more up Tom's alley than your alley. Uh, also has uh, Sigourney Weaver and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. So we got coin purse. <laughs> we got some blinded of a JJ's all up in this. They're they're they're, they're testies somewhere in there. Yeah. Sure. So that, the thing is, like, that she Kristen Bell must be adopted because she does not have a uterus. Yeah. Unless yeah, not her kid biological. Unless she like kind of like a kangaroo pouch or something. Maybe she was guess, just yeah. slipped out there to keep keep warm. Of, yeah, a full uterus or something. <laughs> it's really disturbing. All right. Next we have Tom's favorite, the one time <laughs> fuck this movie. And look at that. Let that nice what? like four sentence. Uh, Title: Legend of the Guardians: <laughs> colon, colon. The Owls of Gahul. Gahul in 3D and 3D animated. The, the thumbless, handless owls of Gahul. Soren is a young barn owl who lives in the peaceful forest of Taito. Kidnapped and brought to the foreboding Saint Egolius Academy for orphaned owls, Soren must face certain challenges, including taking his first ever flight on a dangerous adventure that leads to the mythical Great Gahul Tree where he and his friends Gilfy, Twilight, and Diggy look to fight a great evil in their own world. And also, I screw them for basically taking Harry Potter and replacing every character with an owl. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yes, this, this, Boo. This, looks, yeah. this looks absolutely atrocious. I mean, I mean, like, the graphics look good. I mean, yeah. That, well, it's it, not hard to make. Everybody can make good graphics now. You, have, yeah. you actually have to have a good story now. But making the realistic owl helmets, that takes... That's an art. That took a long time, I'm sure. And in limited releases, we have Buried, starring Ryan Reynolds, Tom's. Yeah! Paul is a U.S. contractor working in Iraq. After an attack by a group of Iraqis, he wakes to find he is buried alive inside a coffin. With only a lighter and a cell phone, it's a race against time to escape this claustrophobic death trap. Wasn't he in a movie like this? With a cell phone? Was that Ryan Reynolds? No, that was, uh... I don't know what you You mean cell phone? Yeah. Cellular. Cellular. Wasn't that Ryan Reynolds? No, that was a girl that was uh, trapped with the cell phone. But wasn't he in the movie? On the cell phone? I don't think so. I think that was uh, Tom's favorite guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. The Irish actor. Or Scottish. What's his name? I'm pulling up Cellular right now. Let's see. Let's see. Was it Ryan Reynolds? No. Just got Beals in that. Bam. Case. We got some blotches. Keep, keep going. No. I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds would be in the top of that. Kim Bassinger, that's too bad. Yeah. Huh. Well, shit. Um, it's, it's a bad movie, sorry. What's the, what's the name of that actor that you hate, the Irish guy? He's uh, played Alexander. And oh, well, uh, not Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin oh, Farrell. yes, I don't like Colin Farrell. Is that? I don't think he's. That, that's, that's Phone Booth. I think you're thinking of Phone Booth. Phone Booth, there oh, we go. But suddenly, I thought it was Ryan Reynolds, but fuck it. All right, next we have Waiting for Superman, a documentary on the state of public education in America. 
Not good. Not good. Not good. Public education is not looking good. Oh, and this? Yeah. Oh. No, I guess in real this, life this is well. one, of the, one of the ones I have not. I did not get to see the trailer for. So I was kind of curious more about that one. In real life, it's not good either. <laughs> How is it portrayed in this? Where is Superman coming? Huh? They're waiting for a. Uh, waiting for the miracle to come. Yeah. <laughs> oh. They're waiting for the miracle to save public education because it's yeah, so it's super fucked. Yeah. Okay. CNN just had a big, like a week long special on public education. Yeah. It's not good. So what did CNN find? Rather than having a big Virgin Mary when you walk in the front door of your high school. I'm, uh, I'd rather have a poor education. I, I dress like the Virgin Mary every day <laughs> when they come in. They see me. <laughs> they know it's you. <laughs> no, no, you can't have a. I'll just say it, you can't have a religion and education mixed. We'd be we'd be really fucked if that happened. That's why that's what I'm afraid when we get these sort of movies like poo pooing public education. It's like the true problem is that uh, families are bad now. People are not. Well, I'll stop. <laughs> just imitate the kid with the and, Next, we have place. Enter the Void. After young drug dealer Oscar is killed in a police raid, he returns as a ghost in order to watch over his sister Linda as she lives out her life in Tokyo. This movie looks terrible, by the way. <laughs> yes, it does. Is it like Ghost? Yeah. Does he go see there's, it? See, there's a lot of techno music, a lot of neon. There's not often. I can't say there's often a movie that I like when it's based out of Tokyo. Usually, usually that's kind of a death knell in a movie. Why, for why do you hate Tokyo? I think it tends to be like techno and. You don't like techno. <laughs> I don't like techno. Apparently, <laughs> I hate techno music. That's what I just discovered. All right, and uh, you will meet a tall, dark stranger, directed by Woody Allen. You will is... meet your daughter-in-law, directed <laughs> by Woody Allen, <laughs> starring Anthony Hopkins and Naomi Watts. The passions, ambitions, and anxieties of two married couples: God, Alfie and Helena, and their daughter Sally and her husband Roy. How does he write these lovers movie? into trouble and out of Roy, Roy, <laughs> and out of their minds? So, it's the same movie every time. What the uh, hell? It's even, it's even pretentious with the names of his characters. Helen. Alfie. Like, he, he is the most stuck-up pretentious into his own intellect. I don't know. Ever to, ever to walk say Roy's around that blue-collar bucket. Roy! Yeah, he did that on purpose. Roy? Roy's Roy! Roy's, Roy's always eating a chicken wing. Yeah. He probably plays an asshole or something. Roy. Yeah. It's probably the... Yeah, he's a bad guy because he's yeah. not as learned as Woody Allen or Jason Biggs. All right, and that is it for the uh, upcoming releases. So, did you guys watch American Psycho? Or is that, that is a fucking violent. I could make it through. That movie is fucking violent. It's hilarious. Holy shit! <laughs> did you did you see the uh, Phil Collins uh, monologue? I don't know if I made it to that. Like, uh-huh. I, I got disturbed. Like, it's the same thing with Sin City. That one was too violent for me. Really? I, this movie just kills me. <laughs> Jesus! It's one of the funniest movies ever. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, the Phil Collins when he has sex with the two prostitutes. Did you see that when he's flexing in the mirror? Yes. Okay. That that's a Phil Collins model. I'm oh, that's it. Okay. I, I love this movie. Hilarious. <laughs> I like this one. It was it was good. I guess I'm not sure what I ex- what I expected from it because I you know it's so you know it's kind of a cult hit in a lot of ways. But I'd mm-hmm. never seen it or really I didn't even know really what it was about. Well, American Psycho came out April 14th of 2000. Christian Production budget now was only seven million dollars. Really? Yeah. Domestic uh, gross was fifteen million seventy thousand two hundred eighty-five dollars worldwide. Thirty-four million two hundred sixty-six thousand five hundred sixty-four dollars. How much did it make? So just above budgets, like twenty-seven million. Okay, I'm, I'm glad that it did. Okay. Uh, directed by Mary Heron, who also directed I Shot Andy Warhol, mm. and written by Mary Heron and Guinevere Turner. Guinevere Turner wrote Blood Rain for you, Ball. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! It's come around. <laughs> Patrick Bateman is young, white, beautiful, Ivy League, and indistinguishable from his Wall Street colleagues. Shielded by conformity, privilege, and wealth, Bateman is also the ultimate serial killer, roaming freely and fearlessly. His murderous impulses are fueled by zealous materialism and piercing envy when he discovers someone else has acquired more than he has. After a colleague presents a business card superior in ink and paper to his, (laughs) Bateman's bloodthirst sharpens. And he steps up his homicidal activities to a frenzied pitch. It's uh, based on the novel by Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah, Christian Bale actually wasn't acting in this movie. He was just being... <laughs> yeah, no, no. I don't think it was very much of a stretch. They, they, they just broke some lights. Fuck it up for <laughs> just, just starts killing people with drills and all types of shit. I have to return some videos. I have to return some videotapes. <laughs> so, uh, starring Christian Bale as Patrick Bateman. 
Uh, Reese Witherspoon as Evelyn Williams. How old was she in that movie? She's she pretty was young. Pretty young. I mean, two thousand. That was way before I would say movies that really. When was a? I had to look up and see what an election was. I think it was. Uh, I think that was before this. Yeah, it was before this, but I don't. I don't think it was that long before this. Because she was really young. Nineteen ninety nine. Josh Lucas as Craig McDermott. Uh, Justin Theroux as uh, Timothy Bryce, Bill Sage as David Van Patten, Chloe Savini as Jean, uh, Samantha Mathis as Courtney Rollinson, Matt Ross as Louis Carruthers, Jared Leto. That's a lot of stars in Paul Allen. As Paul Allen, Willem Dafoe as Detective Donald Kimball. Was this, was this kind of like an indie where all these big actors kind of did it for fun? Sort of huh? movie? I think it was kind of before they got their big breaks, so I think it's... Willem Dafoe, he wasn't... I guess well, I mean, that would be before Jared Leto was right. He, he was pretty big at this point. Willem Dafoe was. Yeah, Willem that, Dafoe was like person, one of the bigger right? actors in the movie. I mean, okay. But, I mean, it was before Christian Bale really took off. Uh, if you read the trivia on uh, IMDb, like, they went through... <clears throat> Oliver Stone was a, was going to direct this movie at one point. Thank God he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Natural Born Killers. Terrible. Yeah. But, but it would have been 1492. <laughs> I think it's funny just the way he acts, and I think Christian Bale pretty much carries it. He's hilarious. Yeah, that's just being himself. He's being yeah. natural. Christy, go be an asshole out there. Could okay. you uh, could you kneel in front of Sabrina so she can see your asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, don't stare at it. Eat it. <laughs> he's very not. He's very very matter of fact. Yeah. No. Why aren't you eating that asshole? Right? Be over there eating that. Okay. <laughs> It's an awesome movie. Yeah, it was hilarious. I just, I just had no idea to expect from it. No, it's it's violent and it's offensive. Like it's not one that you'd ever want to watch with your <laughs> other, parents, other people, <laughs> any children or anything. It's someone you just want to watch by yourself. It'd it, 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 be under the age of one where they can't absorb with the horrible things yeah. that they're saying. Yeah. Although I think you'd be traumatized by it. Two year olds would be pretty funny if they yeah. would start spouting out like "Go eat that asshole" or something. <laughs> they would pick up like one line for that. <laughs> Sabrina, go eat that asshole. What? Where'd you learn that? <laughs> Terrible thing. IMDb is a 7.4 user rating out of 10. Uh, basically, three out of four stars is what they're saying. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 66% positive. It's so lower than I would have expected for that on there. Usually, it seems like these cult hits, they tend to uh, do well. But I think because it was so violent. and was, Some people just don't like it. Yeah. I, I guess I can kind of understand because it was, well, I couldn't quite make it there. So it was just that hyper violent for me, but. Uh, so 80 positive, 41 negative. Uh, predictable one, Leonard Malton does not like this movie. No, he does not. One why why is that? Pre- I don't know. Because he, he hates movies like this. Like every any oh, okay. like violent kind of out there movie he doesn't like. Except for The Expendables. He probably made an exception for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and myself, I'll give it four and a half out of five. I'll give it four out of five. I mean, it was. I'll give it four out of five. I mean, it was a good movie. It was just. I'd have to watch it like in parts, I think, to really fully get through it. It is upsetting violence. if you consider it like in any kind of reality. If you're watching it and you think about stuff that could actually happen to people, it's offensive oh and upsetting. You're just like, oh. Ew. <laughs> Fuck. We gotta put him, we gotta take this character and put it in Catfish who's eating an eight-year-old girl off of <laughs> MySpace. That'll be fucking gold. I love but, the, uh, when he's riding in the car with his fiance. She was nattering out about something while I was trying to listen to the new Robert Palmer album. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much all of his, his musical taste and is uh, probably my favorite part. Yeah. Like Whitney Houston, uh, Phil Collins, <laughs> Phil Collins Genesis, uh, Huey, no. Lewis, Huey Lewis in the News. News. That was my favorite one. <laughs> Sports. Sports. And the hit, out, hit off of it. Hip, <laughs> hip to be square. It's so catchy that you don't need to actually listen to the lyrics. <laughs> but you should. <laughs> all right. Uh... So top 10 what, thrillers. What'd you give it, Tom? I gave it four. Four? That's so pretty highly pretty, reviewed pretty for pretty us. Good. Yeah. So, uh, Trav will be happy. Yeah. But he's probably going to be pissed that none of us gave it five. Yeah, I'd be at me with, uh, what was it, uh, Coneheads? I think I got uh, pretty upset when you didn't give it five. Yeah, I only gave it four and a half. I mean, it, it is so violent that everyone's probably just going to be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the stuff, like, he... Like you got to think that it's it's got to have some like negative cultural effect to show somebody doing that to women and <laughs> stuff like that. So there's somebody in the audience watching and being like, "I never thought of that." And uh, I don't think it's possible to drop the uh, chainsaw and kill somebody. <laughs> no, as soon as you take your finger off the trigger, it yeah, stops. Yeah, yeah. it stops. You might 
You have to get an old yeah, one. You have to get like a, like a 50s or 60s chainsaw. You see, when we were in, we did that Alaska thing, they it's like a, I don't know, call it a sport or a hobby where people soup up chainsaws. They will put like carburetors on them and shit. So they go and get a higher RPM. No, no, like mufflers coming up. It's craziness. It's not, it's not worth the money you get from the government every year to live in Alaska, I don't think. And they're ungodly loud. <laughs> but they can really cut through a log fast. I give them that. All right, ready to do top ten thrillers? We have a guest list. Do we? Yes. Sweet. Who's it from? So we got this oh, a while yeah. ago. I feel bad. That's what we've been waiting. So this is Joe Vilgos. Does, do we have a location on him? Uh, no. no. We, is Why the, the fuck did you say my last name, God? <laughs> yeah, we did You're not call out. anonymity. <laughs> All right, so I'll just read through this. Well, thank you. It's, it's nice to know that we have a listener that we is don't not have. That yeah, that is well, not that related to us. Did he sound listening? No, he, he never. He's got two kids. Shigaboo. Number ten from Joe is Die Hard. That's probably yeah, you, can't, you can't argue. Might be on some, some other lists. Number nine is the Butterfly Effect. That was on a lot of top thriller list. And I, I, I really hate that movie just because I hate Ashton Kutcher so much. Yeah. It, it was just I never watched this it. whole thing where he would like focus on the memory. That's how he travel through time. It was really. It's. I, did, I saw that in the theater and didn't like it. Number eight is the Prestige. What is that one? That's, That's uh, the Magician's one. It's Christian Bale and uh, what's his name? Oh, so the he's Hugh. the Mentalist guy now, isn't it? Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Jackass. Yeah. No, that's not okay. I, I, it was okay. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, Twelve Monkeys. That was my list. Number six, Unbreakable. That is a that, that is Bruce, Bruce Willis. Right? Yeah. Yep. I have not. I have not seen. It. Thing actually, uh, Donnie Darko. That's one I have not seen the full movie. That, that one, I, that's a great that's a movie, movie, but I, I guess I didn't think of it as a thriller. Yeah, it was on a lot of lists when you looked at top thrillers. Yeah, really? number four, Black Hawk Down. I'll give you it's that one. It's an entertaining movie. Number three, Children of Men. That was that was that was, an, that was a really good movie to see in a theater. It probably uh, be quite as impressive for some reason. I'm trying to think why though. It's not like there's that. Amazing of visuals, but I, I don't know. I, I, in the theater, it was awesome. And I watched it. I think it was so stark because it was TV. kind of always you felt kind of lonely when yeah. you watched that movie. Number two is the lucky number eleven. I've heard about this. I've never seen it. it it's good. Not good. We're gonna. Well, we we appreciate the fact that you listened. <laughs> yes, most of your choices were excellent. Yeah, Chad disagrees on lucky number eleven. Yeah, that's uh, Josh Hartnett. He's you, never been good in anything. He's, he's from here, Chad. I don't You're care. in Minnesota. This Joe guy probably thought we quit making the show after he put the pot, his list yeah, in. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a month after he sent that in. Yeah, yeah so he's probably not. <laughs> he's not going to listen. <laughs> he's fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? Not I, I can go, I guess. Number 10, I have The Professional. <laughs> you should go home. <laughs> you do not like that movie just because of the pedophile aspect. Just because of the pedophile. That's catfish with a sniper rifle. <laughs> That's a good movie, though. I like that. But the the, 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 the catfish with the sniper rifle. The, con- the contract killer stuff he does. In oh, it's it a good bad. movie. It's just it's just it it's was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's uncomfortable the way they portray Natalie Portman. Yeah, and they also feel guilty as you know what she looks like now. So you kind of like you have some of the same feelings, and you feel worse. <laughs> no, I, I find her. I think that's why this is this is actually disgusting. But I find her less attractive now. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's awesome. I, I think that she's absolutely horrible looking now. <laughs> She was a cute kid, but good lord, I I, I can't stand her now. <laughs> oh, just uh, you listen to the shins. You listen to the shins. Are you in Mensa? Do you go to Harvard? Huh? She has a Change publicist tell us where she, where she goes to school and like what she's in Mensa. If you're in Mensa, basically you're starting at negative one thousand. Well, that's why I'm glad she's just objectified for her looks then. So you just totally disregard. But all she's of her. fucking horrible looking too. She she looks like yeah. You know, I don't know. Uh, she looks she's pretty, too amazing. She looks pretty, pretty I, good to me. But some of the things where if you ask me to explain why, I'd have a hard time saying why though. But she is really. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, number nine. I have Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be on a lot of lists. Uh, you just you just can't argue. Number eight. I have the Usual Suspects. That's a that's a thriller. That's a good thriller. Runner up. Number seven, I have seven. I thought that I was finding out some synergy. That, that's going to be another list too. That, that's that's probably that was one of the most like taught movies I ever watched. Like I actually jumped when they moved the fridge out. And there's a little post-it note. You knew he was going to take it off. You knew he was going to make a sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Bruce B. Guest us in that range. <laughs> but I, I think that's my might be my favorite like cop movie ever. Uh, Who was Bad Boys? Yeah. <laughs> I think seven. I don't real, know. real cops. Let's. Uh, <laughs> What should we say? Detectives? Maybe how yeah, detectives? Detect- I, I, it's probably my favorite ever. Probably one of the best. Well, I mean, we'll talk about probably some other serial killer movies on these. Yeah. And number six, I have Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's good. 
that's not even on my runner up list, I'll be honest with you. I was on the fence as to whether it was a thriller or not, but then I, I, pretty much every movie's a th- yeah. thriller unless it's yeah. a stri- unless it's a Chris Barley movie. <laughs> I mean really. <laughs> Number five, I have the departed. I I love that movie. I thought it was mm-hmm. great. Number four, Silence of the Lambs. Come on, some of this. Clarice. Clarice. I mean, it's Buffalo Billy just he fucking yeah. steals that movie. And that that ending part where she's in the dark and he's standing like, like right, yeah, kind of. Oh, when she's got the th- the uh, the when he's got the night vision goggles yeah. on, he's, he's just like, like I, I think even in the dark you would feel the presence of another person that close to you, but that that, that part is just. He's wearing, I, the, even, he's wearing the skin suit though. You're not gonna be able to. <laughs> can't sense that. Even I was like. <laughs> Number three, I have Psycho. Great movie. movie. Number two... You, I assume you mean the, the new one. <laughs> the Vince Vaughn one. The Vince Vaughn one. The Vince Vaughn one. We're going to make the movie every shot exactly the same. Just take a, a guy with a big doughy face mm-hmm. that doesn't have a scary look at all. <laughs> he looks more like he's just kind of mentally deficient. Yeah, he just looks like a normal, kind of nice, funny guy. <laughs> God, he's just he's charming. Number two, Chad's going to disagree with me on this one, but I, I, I really like this movie. No Country for Old Men. Another violent. I do like uh, what's his name in it. Javier Bardem. Yeah, he was good. And everything that, else about that movie was terrible. That movie is awesome. 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 Coen Brothers. I, I, I think we did directors, and I think they're my favorite. Either them or P.T. Yeah. Anderson. Uh, I, I don't remember. But, but uh, yeah, they, they haven't made a good movie since like the Lady Killers. <laughs> Lady Killers might be um, my favorite one. I you didn't like? Uh, Maybe you can give me one. Burn after reading. I've not really I seen that one. I thought it was, it was okay. hilarious. It was okay, but it wasn't. I thought it was really, really funny. J.K. So, Simmons and Brent After Reading. I think J.K. Simmons and the Lady Killers is the best. <laughs> yeah, Lady Killers is awesome. Yeah, that, that I mean, didn't get a good critical review either, did it? Brent After Reading has some good parts to it, but I didn't think that was like the greatest. Like, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was up, up to their standards. I thought, what are they doing next? True Grit. Yep. The Western, right? Yeah, looks yeah. cool. Could be good. All right, sorry. Then no, no, that's my number two. All right, start it up, Chad. All right, number ten, the thing, Kurt Russell. Oh God, that's a mess. Might be on another list. Yeah. That is a probably mess. gonna be on another Shit. list. Can I remove? Uh, I'll take the professional off if you let me put that on. Too fucking late now, buddy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The thing, uh, number ten. So I, I tried to pick movies that you know I was on the edge of my seat and it was kind of tense when I saw it. And yeah, Wilfred Brimley in that situation makes puts anybody on the edge. Oh my God. Uh, He's going to have diabetes at any time. Number nine, Alien. The the original Alien. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, number eight, uh, Memento. Yeah, that was close. It's on my runner-up list. Yeah, that one, I, I, see, I, I crossed it out. I can show you where. Right, I was going to. Here it is, guys. Here it is. Believe me, believe me. <laughs> uh, number seven, uh, Steven Spielberg movie, Duel. Did you guys see that one? Nope. Okay, what the hell is Duel? It's a uh, guy driving cross-country and crazy trucker trying to kill him with his semis chasing him cannonball run? no it's more serious <laughs> seems like all you do is we have to like, get behind him and turn around that's huh? the end of the duel he's driving a piece of shit so crazy I don't know you should watch large, it large large I have to watch it I'm not buying I'm not buying you should watch it should it's, have pulled uh, into Walmart oh fuck <laughs> it's made in uh, 1971 so it was one of Steven Spielberg's like first movies so, oh really yeah. so it was super small budget and Oh, so. okay. I have seen parts of that. Uh, number six, Psycho. Great. Sorry, yeah. guys, the heat is our uh, battling back. <laughs> then number five, The Fugitive. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Nicely done. What a man. Then number four, <laughs> the anime movie that nobody else has seen, so. Okay, right. Perfect Blue. Is it a pig pilot? Oh, that was no. Perfect Poop. No, it's perfect. Which blue. Tom, Dem- Tom has a picture of on his. On his I show. do. 12 inches of stick straight poop. <laughs> Not anatomical is the description. We could make a movie about that thing. I mean, it's like a horror. Oh, I for one of the magic listeners, I met someone in Jamestown. Their friend apparently made a movie called Urine Trouble. It's about killer urine pucks. You know the things that you, the cakes that you put into urinals. It's about killer urinal cakes. We should probably watch it. It's you like, met them in Jamestown. Yeah, it's probably like seven minutes long. We should watch it together. <laughs> we will. <laughs> Don't I know you from somewhere? Yeah, you pissed on my face. <laughs> the douchebag. Uh, number three, I have uh, Night of the Hunter, starring Robert Meek. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's on mine. That's a great movie. We, we retro-reviewed that, didn't we? No, I don't we think not. so. Nope. No. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Luckily, it's my Might have to make Tom watch another six-year-old movie sometime soon. No, it's really good. I'm going to deserve it after what I picked for this episode. Then, um, <laughs> number two, uh, seven. Seven? Seven. 
Okay. Sorry, Morgan Freeman. I, I, now a, that I think about it, I would, I would like I would, <laughs> I would like to move seven God, up. He's good. <laughs> See another pump. Seven up. I would like to move seven up. <laughs> so I try to pick ones that I liked. Okay. So that's how you get number ten, which is Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was a suspenseful movie. What was the list that we, we laughed at you the whole time? Uh, top ten saddest. <laughs> Go back and look it look it up. I think it's like episode ten. <laughs> I don't remember the, the, this. The, the whole, your whole list. Like me and Ted are like laying on the floor laughing. And I, I don't remember what uh, I put down. I don't, uh, I uh, labyrinth was in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was sad because you're like, at number. <laughs> You read number 10, then we, we started laughing, like, all right, let's... Fuck you guys, number 10 <laughs> So I knew it was going to go downhill, I can't remember what I picked. Well, yeah, all of ours were, like, my life and, like, these super... Like... Yeah, but you did have, like, one of the better number ones, so, yeah, no, where the red flag grows. Because that made me cry in school. That, that, that my probably schedule. made me cry more than any other... My girl probably made me cry most, but where the red flag grows that one was a close me. second. So I think Head boys I, don't cry is number one. So that is a very depressing. Where the red fern grows. Coon hunting dogs, murdering a poor misunderstood kid. Yeah. So yeah, Air Force and Air Force One. You get me on the seat, edge of my but seat. Red fern grows. Made me afraid of. Is that the one with the mountain lion that kills him? I think it kills one of the dogs. Is it? That made me afraid of mountain. Yeah, lions the, the other dog life. lays down and just dies. Yeah, it does hold age basically yeah. at the end. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Number nine, I put Inception. Just saw it, and it was a phenomenal movie. I have not seen that movie. Mm-hmm. So we won't talk about it. We won't talk about how good this movie is. We can't talk about because somebody hasn't seen it. Number eight is Cape Fear. The, the new one or the Robert, Robert Mitchum? Mitchum? Robert De Niro or Robert Mitchum? I picked the Robert De Niro one. Yeah. Because <laughs> him, when he's got all the tats on and he basically captures people and he's just planning to seriously rape them, that's pretty fucking scary. But I, I saw the spoof of it before I saw the actual movie, and it ruined the actual yeah. movie. Oh, right. From Fatal yeah. Instinct. Fatal Instinct. Instinct. I saw Fatal Instinct. <laughs> but I saw that after I saw Cape Fear. Yeah. So I saw Cape Fear you know, near around when it came out, and I thought that was a pretty scary movie. Cape Fear, the It, it the is a good one. movie, but the, the Juliette Lewis being in it kind of... Yeah, nobody really wants to rape her. You just don't. It, you have to suspend your disbelief. <laughs> don't, 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 don't be talking. Don't be hating on Nick Nolte. <laughs> Nick Nolte. But yeah, if yeah. you see, every, if you haven't seen out the all of our loyal listeners, if you haven't seen Fatal Instinct, you should. It's one of the better spoof movies of all time. Yeah. But, would you say that's better? I'd still say. But would you say Scary Movie is of that style of spoof movie? Would you say Scary yeah. Movie is the best one? I, I think Fatal Instinct's better than Scary Movie. But, okay. But uh, it'll ruin Armando Sante for life for you because you won't be able to watch him in a serious movie, <laughs> and it'll ruin Cape Fear for you. Fatal Instinct. to see if that's on Netflix streaming or not. That'd be a good one to retro. I, I, w- I would be willing to change my retro review if that's on Netflix streaming. So we'll look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Number uh, seven's the thing. Can't argue. That's, that was, uh, that's a huge miss on my part. Yeah, you bring this back to my usual kind of list. Number six is Minority Report. A lot of people like that movie. I, I thought it was just okay. I think despite uh, Colin Farrell being in it. Yeah, despite him. But, I mean, Tom the cruiser was kind of... Oh, I mean, it was really the... the, the cause they call it the triplets, or the twins were really kind of the heart of the movie, though. Yeah, the... It was a cool the, idea. The future crimes division. I thought that, it just made for interesting storytelling. I think Terry likes that one a lot. Our brother, Terry. Yeah. No, it's a good movie. For those like of it. you, many listeners... Oh, you guys haven't heard my theory Terry. about that if there's going to be an artistic person in a family, it's always the third child. Yeah. I've tested against... For families that have an artistic child... I want you to try to see, are they the third child? Are you implying that I'm not as artistic as I'm they? saying Terry. I, if I had to pick somebody that's kind of the artistic person, <laughs> it would be Terry. Yes. Well, one, one of your family went to film school, and that was Terry. Yeah. Number four is The Sounds of the Lambs. I thought that was a very suspenseful movie. Our strange noise. Three is Die Hard. And number two, I know, I feel like I'm going to get shit for this one, but this one's suspense for me, The Game. With Michael Douglas, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Directed by uh, I guess I didn't. Sure. I can't ever watch it again because once you see the ending, it's completely. Yeah. It's not when you watch it again. But I, I thought that was very. Weird. They had that big clown dummy with the key in its mouth. That fucking scared me. Yeah, I think the same director as Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do I do my number one? Yep. Do your number Go one. For it. Seven. Seven. Uh, I had number one, uh, Shallow Grave. Danny Boyle movie. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. What is that? I don't. So, I honestly uh, don't know that one. My number one, I have uh, Rear Window. Alfred Hitchcock. Yep. And for Joe... You want to read his last name again, so in case he has... Joe Number one is Long Came a Spider. Morgan Freeman's all over the place on this list. Uh, Shallow Grave was... uh, 
This Danny is his Boyle. first movie, right? Danny Boyle? Mor- Morgan Freeman's in that one, too? No, he's not. It's, uh, <laughs> Hugh McGregor. Uh, Christopher McLeiston. Eccleston? Yeah. Yeah, it's Eccleston. Eccleston. Yeah. He was awesome in Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. No, it's... But three roommates, they're looking for a fourth roommate. He moves in, and nothing never comes out of his room. They break in to find him dead in his overdose... Laying in his bed, he has okay. a big, big suitcase full of money. Like, how much was it? Like, a few hundred thousand or something like that. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Exactly. But it's drug money, and they don't want to report it to the cops because they want to keep the money. And then uh, it's just they get all paranoid. And it's, I don't know. It's, I have it. You can borrow it. It's good. <laughs> it is a good movie. So, Fatal Attraction is that what Instinct. Fatal, Fatal Instinct. Instinct. Yeah. Well, that's not the right movie. I, I think I checked once, and I don't think it's on streaming. That was a good top ten. I like thrilling movies, and it seemed like most everybody had different lists. But yeah. no, that was that was fun. All right, uh, what do you guys want to do for the next top ten? Oh shit! Do we need to pause this? Pause we it. We didn't talk about this at all. All right. All right. So coming up in the next episode, uh, future movie is going to be Tron Legacy with okay. Colin in it. This I'll I'll let this one slide because it could be really cool. Jeff Bridges is gonna be in. Jeff Bridges will be in it. He's kind of and, the, he's kind of have, the leader now. Yes. And they have like some uh, spiffy uh, special effects, make him look young. Yeah, really. Kind of the original Tron. Oh, I was, he doesn't age in the Tron. Yeah. in the com- in the computer. I was hoping he'd be the crazy heart guy in Tron. Then uh, retro review is gonna be Never Been Kissed, starring Drew Barrymore. Poo. So who? Bang, who, bang, who, bang, bang. Who picked this one? Me. <laughs> then our verses. The best verses we've had, in my opinion. This is going to be the t- closest one ever. Heavyweights versus Major Pain. God. So you ben smiling, Stiller, fat boy. Put his candy in your pocket. Snatch it. Snatch it. Really, he goes quicker back. Ben Stiller versus Damon Wayans. Uh, then our top ten is going to be top ten movies based on a true story. So. Into the wild, into the wild, into the wild. <laughs> But uh, go uh, check out our website at www.pgpfilmcast.com. Our emails are on there. It's uh, Chud, Tom, or Jerry at sector512productions.com. Keep it going, Joe. Joe V. Yep, Joe. Send us another and list, Joe. you can also Joe. vote. Do we still put up the poll? Yeah, go, yeah I'll put it up. Yeah, yeah. go do vote. Or do you still <laughs> Sorry, do we? <laughs> Jagass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, I, do, I have not put up a poll. Wait, yeah. what do I do? Have you voted on the poll, though? I vote on it every time, but... Yeah. And I can't even cheat on it anymore, so I can't vote at different places. <laughs> well, once you, once you start off your job, you go to different I can cheat again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But that's it. That Thanks for good, listening. Good, good late one. I like that. That was fun. Perfect. Oh, one hour night. You wow. Sit, you sit awake for almost the entire thing. Yeah. Oh, I got I got juiced as soon as we started talking about the owls. <laughs> Fucking got hole.